Hello everyone, my name is David and this is your Daily Nerd Devil. Now one thing about me, I love video games. Love it. Uh, my console of choice, my platform of preference is the Sony PlayStation. To me, it's number one. And one of the very first games that I played for the PlayStation 1 oh so many years ago uh, was Spyro the Dragon. Now, if you're not familiar with Spyro the Dragon or you've never played, first of all, what's wrong with you? It's one of the greatest games ever. Um, it, talks, it, it follows a story about the Dragon World Kingdom. Now, the Dragon World Kingdom consists of five different worlds, and across those five worlds, uh, these big majestic dragons live together in harmony and have been doing so for many years. Now, the smallest of those dragons, the kind of the runt of the litter, is a purple dragon by the name of Spyro, hence the name of the game. Um, he's accompanied by his pal, his partner in crime, his friend, his ride or die, Sparks the Dragonfly, which of course a dragon would befriend a dragonfly. Now, as we're following the story, we meet the, what is ultimately the villain, the bad guy, uh, individual by the name of Nasty Mork. Now, Nasty Nork was somehow had ties to the Dragon World Kingdom, and um, for whatever reason, because he's a jerk, he got banished and exiled to another world, which he ultimately called that world Nasty's World. Um, now, a few things were said about Nasty Nork that he didn't take too kind to, and his response to that was he casted a magic spell on all the worlds of the Dragon Kingdom world, um, trapping all the dragons into a crystallized statue, uh, a diabolical game of freeze tag, so to speak. Um, now, Spyro was able to avoid that spell casted on him, probably because he was the smallest of the bunch, uh, seen as the most insignificant. However the reason may be, he was able to avoid that, but it's a good thing because in the irony of that, him being the smallest, him being the run of litter, seen as insignificant, he was the one that ended up saving the day. He was the one that became the hero. Now, when I think of scripture, and I think of a story in the Bible that kind of similar to Spyro, um, I think of the story of Gideon. Um, now, there is an issue there where the people of God, the Israelites, were being oppressed by the Midianites. Uh, the Midianites would steal all their resources and leave them with absolutely nothing. Uh, that was a huge problem. And God was going to handle that problem. And he was going to use Gideon to do so. Now, the interesting thing about Gideon is his family, his clan, was a part of the tribe, the tribe of Manasseh. And their, that clan was seen as the weakest of that tribe. And Gideon was seen as the weakest in his family. So, of course, God was going to use him uh, to take care of the Midianites. Um, so as you read in the story, you can read this in the book of Judges. Uh, while Gideon uh, was in the field threshing wheat, also trying to avoid any conflict with the Midianites, uh, an angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Gideon, the Lord is with you, mighty man of valor. Now, this is the same guy that is while working, trying to hide uh, from his enemy, hide from the Midianites to avoid any confrontation with them. This is a guy who is afraid, fearful, seen as weak, insignificant, knee-knocking Gideon, and God calls him a mighty man of valor. Oh, the irony. 
Um, but we keep reading um, as God is, you know, positioning him and telling him, hey, I'm sending you to do this. Um, like we all do, we try to make excuses as to why God shouldn't use us. God, I'm weak. Um, I'm inadequate. I, I'm not good enough. All these new excuses that Gideon used, and God looked past that and said, no, you go with the strength that you have. I am sending you. I will be with you, and you will defeat the army of the Midianites. And that's ultimately what happened. Um, sometimes we focus so much on what other people say about us or how others see us, and worse, how we see ourselves. We might feel insecure, we might feel weak, we might feel inadequate, not good enough, too afraid, um, I'm, I'm too, too shy, too timid to do any great things for God. And I just wanna encourage everyone to kind of shift your perspective from the way you see yourself and see yourself as the way that God sees you. Uh, he sees you as a mighty man or woman of valor. He sees you as a mighty man or woman um, to do great things, to do things of power through him. Because it's not through, that you're not doing it because of yourself. You're not doing it on your own strength. You're doing it through him. He's sending you he, he, and he's always going to be with you. Um, he wants you to break the mold. He wants you to save lives. He wants you to impact your family, your friends, your workplace, your community, wherever you go. He wants you to do great things for his kingdom. It doesn't matter if you feel inadequate. It doesn't matter if you feel weak. In your weakness, we are strong. So allow him to use you. And despite your insecurities, allow him to shape you, to form you into what he wants you to be and to allow you to do great things through him. So be encouraged by that, my Spyro. Be, be, be encouraged by that, Gideon. You can do great things through God. See yourself how God sees you, mighty man of valor, mighty woman of valor. You can do great things because it's God who gives you strength. That's all we have time for today. Please subscribe um, to this podcast or whatever you listen to your podcast. Uh, my name is David. And until next time, be blessed, stay focused, and go play some Spiral. It's a great game. <laughs>